What's going on, NBA fans out there, listeners out there? It's your boy, Big Baby Jonathan. This is the Big Baby Jonathan Sports Podcast Show. Welcome to the show. In today's show, I'm going to be going over my top five shooting guards in the NBA today. And also, who do I think will win Defensive Player of the Year? But let's start it off by letting me get into this topic about top five shooting guards. Number one, James Harden. Easy. Um, his ability can score at a high level. He can dribble, dribble, step back on you, step back three in your face. He can handle. He he got handles. I like his game, I like his passion for the game, and wouldn't mind him on the Lakers. But number two, Paul George. Paul George is up there for a shooting guard in the league. Paul George is number two in my opinion. Um, I like his defense. I like his ability to score at a high level. I love his tenacity, great grind. And number three, it's tough. It's really, really, really tough. But Clay Thompson's number three because I like his defense and I like his defense and his jumpers too. But I pick him number three. It's because. I just like Clay Thompson's game overall, and that's why I have third on my list for top shooting guards. And number four, CJ McCollum. I like his ability to score at high will. I like his defense. He can, um, when he gets going, he's unstoppable. You know what I mean? And I like his defense. I like his hustle, grit, grind. And for my number five shooting guard in the league, D'Angelo Russell. I know a lot of you fans are going to get upset. Oh, you should be putting this player in your top five. It's my opinion, y'all. So if you have an issue, it's on you. You know what I mean? So I have D'Angelo Russell for number five. I like his ability to score at a high level. Um, his tenacity is there. He's game, his game elevated when he got traded from the Lakers to the Nets. And everybody's saying that, oh, D'Angelo Russell is going to get off tomorrow night against Lakers. But we'll see what happens there. But I got D'Angelo Russell as my number fifth shooting guard in the NBA today and um, now let's switch over from top five shooting guards in the NBA now let's switch over who will, who is your top five defensive players in the NBA number one Kawhi Leonard Kawhi Leonard his ability to defend you at a high level he has that tenacity he doesn't talk much in terms of talking mess, he just shows it by playing defense, playing with passion, playing with heart. I like his game. He can score at will too, but his defense is really, really, really improved since he came out of uh, San Diego State and since he has been in the NBA. So his defense has improved tremendously. I like his game. I love his passion. And number two for defense, Giannis Antetokounmpo. Man, he's a, he's a beast. He is a beast on the boards and blocking shots and deflecting the passing lane and he just he just there consistently on the defensive end when your team needs you the most he's there consistently on the defensive end. And number three defense I'm gonna have to go with Paul George. Paul George is an underrated defender. Um, I like his ability to score at high will any given night. And I like his defense as well. He's uh, an underrated defender. A lot of people think he's garbage at defense. He's really not. The defense has elevated from 
when he came from the Pacers to the Oklahoma State Thunder. I like his name, man. And number three for defense, I'm going to have to go with Joel Embiid. Joel Embiid is a beast on the boards, and he really impacts the game defensively. When the Lakers played them earlier in the year, um, Joel Embiid impacted the game defensively. Um, he changed the momentum of that game, and he is one of the best defensive players in the league. I know I have him at number three, but he's one of the best defensive players in the league. But I have him at number three, y'all. Number four, I have Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant, long, athletic, lanky, can guard you from any position. Um, he's really talented on defense, and his, he actually his defense has improved since he left the Thunder. Since he came to the Warriors, his defense has improved um, on a night in night out basis. He has averages like two blocks, I believe, a game. Correct me if I'm wrong, NBA fans. Um, I like his game defense offensively but i know we're talking about defense but his defense is improved tremendously and for my number five for my number five player for defense um clay thompson clay thompson's underrated defender um like his ability to all, can guard you off the ball and he's a, like everybody's saying he sucks at defense I don't really don't see that I really don't see I really do not see people I really don't see that in terms of oh he sucks at defense he's good at defense and it's just amazing to me that people think that he sucks at defense I really don't think he sucks at defense I think he's up there you know what I mean um yeah and you see when the Warriors don't have him out there his the defense goes from good when he's in to great no when he's in they're great on defense but when he's out they're garbage so he, he really impacts the game defensively at a high level for for 48 minutes at 99 basis and that's why he's up there and um let's also switch from the nba to the nfl who do i want my la this is the la chargers nfl talk right here y'all what do I want my Chargers to do in the draft? I think they should go get a offensive lineman to protect Philip Rivers because towards the second half of the season, um, Rivers got hit every play after play after play. And in the playoffs against the Ravens, we did okay. But against the Patriots, we got demoralized. Our offensive line did not protect him in the playoffs, and that's why we lost. I want I want us to go for an offensive lineman because that will work well for us because we need off. Offensive line. We need offensive line because if you want to win in the NFL, you have to have offensive line to protect your quarterback. And if you do not have offensive line, you will never win a ring or a playoff game or even a season. You know what I mean? So you have to have offensive line to help your quarterback produce at a high level. And also, I want my Chargers to draft a another receiver because Tyrod Williams left to the Raiders, so we need a receiver to cover that spot because. Keenan Allen's going to have a breakout year again. Mike Williams is an upcoming receiver. Don't sleep on Mike Williams and Keenan Allen for the best duo in the NFL. I'm telling you, this team, this Chargers team is underrated, y'all. And a lot of people think that we're just going to be the same old Chargers. We are a talented team. We have, the, we have assets that could contribute at a high level. We just picked up Thomas Davis. We just picked up Thomas Davis in the offseason. We re-signed... Um, Brandon Ebane, we re-signed Adrian Phillips, even though we cut Jalil Adai, 
and Jason Verrett's not coming back, so we got to and we re-signed Trevor Trevor Williams from Penn State. He was balling out last season before he tore his Achilles, so he's gonna come back better than ever. And we also got Derwin James, the best safety in the game, in my opinion. He's a beast. He has passion, heart, grit, grind. He does. He has that never give up attitude, which I like. I love his hustle, grit, grind, and I would not be surprised if we try to go get another safety on the back end because I know the Chargers on the mock drafts people have them picking off it. Somebody has a charge picking a safety from Washington. I don't remember his name, but he's a beast. I remember covering him, watching him, and he's a beast. I don't remember his name. I forgot y'all, but. He's a beast. So, I like what the Chargers are doing in the offseason. Everybody's like, oh my god, Chargers are not doing anything. They're conservative because they're building through the draft, Charger fans. I'm a big-time Charger fan. I I criticize this organization, the LA Chargers, because they're not conservative all the time. But they're judged on producing in the playoffs. They're judged on the season, not in the offseason. But... If you want to win a Super Bowl, you have to be aggressive in the offseason in order to make that Super Bowl run. You know what I mean? So I just want this team to execute at a high level in the offseason and get the players that you need because we're a couple pieces away to um, contend for a Super Bowl, in my opinion. We got Derwin James on the back and Casey Hayward on the back end corners. We got Derwin, uh, not Derwin James, Desmond King, it's a beast. Breakout year. Adrian Phillips, like I stated, they got um, Denzel Perryman back from injury. Thomas Davis, we're going to get Darius Phylum back in a couple days. We're negotiating right now with him. We're negotiating with um, Damian Square. So, and Cor- we're negotiating with Damian Square, but we think we're going to let Corey Legion go because we cut him in the offseason and we have space for that. So, I really want the Chargers to get it. Um, if they can't get any defensive ends, in the uh, draft, I think we should go get Adamakan Sue. If you put Adamakan Sue in the front middle with Brandon Ebane, Joey Bosa, Melvin Ingram, Darius Phylon, and all those young guys that compete at high level, and also Isaac Rochelle. Isaac Rochelle is a beast. If he's in there with um, Adamakan just imagine Adamakan Sue with Joey Bosa's, Melvin Ingram's. And our defense is gonna be producing at a high level. They turn, they turn the ball. The Chargers force turnovers really well, and that's why we beat the Ravens in the playoffs because we forced turnovers. But that's why we also lost against the Patriots because we couldn't force turnovers. So we need to have a group of guys that fight for each other and have that grit, grind attitude because our team, our mindset when we play defense, we force turnovers. And when we win, it's bulk, gang, or don't bang. I like that mentality. I like the hustle from everybody on the Chargers. I love the passion. And we got a kick, finally got a good kicker, my, my, Michael Badgley. Love his, I love how he plays football. Even though he's a kicker, I like his enthusiasm on the floor. Um, also, I think the Chargers need to go need to uh, re-sign or extend Melvin Gordon and Rivers. Maybe another two-year deal. Or maybe a one-year deal with the player option. You know what I mean? So, I like how we're doing the necessary things to get this team. Because this this culture with Anthony Lynn brought, or when the Chargers hired Anthony Lynn, is that veteran, veteran leadership that we always needed. When we had Mike McCoy, we didn't really have that veteran leadership in the locker room. So, it kind of it was 
due for a change. We got Anthony Lynn, even though his second season, he brought the Chargers from a 7-9 to a 14-2. So each and every year, he's improving as a coach at a high level. I love his game. I love his passion. I love his great grind. And he reminds me of a, I, I say Mike Tomlin in a sense, but I think he's a little bit better than Mike Tomlin because he has his players play hard for him. You don't see that from Antonio Brown or uh, Le'Veon Bell last season. There was just friction in Pittsburgh. But now we have a coach that can bring us to the promised land. I am telling you, Charger fans, we will be back next season with an vengeance. And don't be surprised, Charger Nation, LA Charger fans. Watch for watch out for Austin Eckler to have a breakout season again. I love his passion on the on the field, man. His great grind attitude. And Chargers, if you're listening to this, re-sign him. Re-sign your running backs. Because every time you guys have a good back combo, one of them leaves. Like let's say LT, Darren Sproles, Michael Turner. They left. So we need to get the guys that we have now, re-sign them and do not let them go. Because Melvin Gordon. Which he is changing his jersey number to 25. So I'm going to see how he does with that jersey on. But I think he's still going to contribute at a high level. Love his enthusiastic on the field, off the court. Excuse me. On the court. Excuse me. On the field. Off the field. And I love him. I love his passion for the game. And all that stuff. But uh, yeah. And the Chargers will bounce back next year. And I have them getting to the Super Bowl. Because... Tom Brady, I know I, I know my boy Vince said, oh, he's washed and all that stuff. And I told Vince, and I told Chad, I told Sean and all these people that I podcast with, Tom Brady's not washed, y'all. Tom Brady's not, not, not washed. And when I kind of believed that after that game against the Chiefs, oh, he's washed. Oh, he's washed. I even said, I said, oh, he's washed. Blew my charges out 48-20. So I was pissed off. I'm okay. Tom Brady wins this ring. I, res- I respect him regardless. But he's the greatest quarterback in the history of the NFL. I don't care what nobody says. I'm a Charger fan. And then when I see greatness and I, when I see big potential in Tom Brady, he's the best quarterback in the history of the NFL. Oh, he cheated, blah, blah, blah. That just shows that he's great because people think he's a cheater. So anyway, for enough of that talk. But uh, I'm going to end this Big Baby Jonathan sports podcast show. And um, I will be tuning in tomorrow night after the Lakers play the Brooklyn Nets D'Angelo Russell's coming back former Laker but I will be around for the post game show around 10 10 30 so be on the lookout for that but until then NBA fans NBA fans fans listeners out there I appreciate you guys tuning in and listening to my podcast I really appreciate it, it means a lot and thank you for being a part of Big Baby Johnson's Sports Podcast Show. Until then, everybody, have a great Wednesday night. Stay blessed. Have a good one.